It was Tank versus Raleigh. All the beef, <coughs> all the smoke, all the talking stuff. For one word for it, that was a punk dog, like straight up. Like, that was some punk ass shit, dog. If you want to shout out Roly, I got a special surprise for y'all. I brought him on the show. He came out. I got him right here. I rolled him up and I'm smoking him. We've been on that rock star regimen, knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been. I got a problem with what's going on, guys. This is Holy Blitz Fight Club. And before we hop into the action, go down, like, and subscribe to the channel. Um, but let's hop into it. These are the hosts for your episode today. I'm Paul, pick and win them, Concha, and I'm joined with Hey, I'm Kev, and I'm high. As a kite, so you know what you gotta do. <laughs> Smoke some more. <laughs> hey, boy, gas. What's going on, y'all, boys? It's Big PT, right now. Mr. Primetime himself. Shit, real quick. Oh. I poured. If that boy hitting the bong, I poured up my shot. I got some vodka in me today. I had a quick shadow box. No, it's fine. But speaking of primetime. We had a primetime fight this last Saturday in Brooklyn at the Barclays. Tank versus. On Showtime. Oh, and on Showtime. Sorry, I apologize. Shout out to promoters. It was Tank versus Raleigh. All the beef, all the smoke, all the talking stop, and then boys finally threw hands. Who wants to hop on this one first? Who wants to give away who won and how and why? All I got to say is I've been practicing boxing on the little VR MetaQuest and shit. All I got to okay. say is. I know my dog Tank going to be busy. So, Roly really feeling some type of way. I'll handle that for you. Feel me? You feel me? I know you see that hook. It's getting there. It's getting there. Yeah, but definitely fuck a rematch. Okay. What, what, what happened, Marcus? Tell him what happened. Hey, man. Bro, all right, man. Let's let's break it down, bro. All right. First, I got to shout out Roly just because I've been talking that shit about, dude, real heavy, but he did, he did, you could see what his game plan could have been, like what he was maybe trying to do. Like he was going in there with a stiff jab. It wasn't always like landing. He tried throwing his feints and he you could see it some type of form of a game plan, but. Shout out Roly. He just isn't on that level with Tank yet. So like, it just, you know, you could see it, but I think maybe Roly could go on a run after this, you know, maybe like. You know, maybe pick up a couple of wins, but I still he shouldn't be in the ring with Tank because when we talk about Tank, he's an elite fighter. He's at the top of the top. Like everyone want to guess and top five. He's a, so he needs to be fighting top five guys, not low level weight class guys. Like shout out Roly, but he just yeah, like he just not on Tank level right now, especially not in, at that, not at this moment in his career. But shit, Tank I. I was surprised how Tank came out. It was a little, like, laid back almost. Like, he was kind of giving rounds away. Like, you could have scored it 3-2 either way. So, that's, that's what I kept hearing from people. I didn't score the fight, though, but I kept seeing that you could have scored it 3-2, Roley, 3-2, Tank. But I I seen that Roley was, you know, applying the pressure. He was, he was landing shots, but the problem was that he just wasn't landing anything clean. He wasn't landing anything like flush. Wow. He wasn't. Yeah, he like he. You could see the power though. Like you could see the pop, and you could see the danger in it, and you could see that tank was working to get out of the way and stuff. But 
wasn't able to land nothing flush. And well, if you want to shout out Roly, I got a special surprise for y'all. I brought him on the show. He came out. I got him right here. I rolled ah! him and I'm smoking him. Shout out, Roly. <laughs> Put that Roly pack in the air, man. Hey, Damn. I respect big homie. I'm not going to lie to you. Not my big homie, your big homie, but somebody big homie. I respect, bro. I think he didn't go out there looking like no bitch. He definitely came up with a game plan. That's stiff job. Shaking by the lights. Shout I liked it. That. I liked it. It was. I scored it two three. Tank, I scored it. I scored it two three. Tank, you feel me? Well, I mean, Tank got three, so three two. But um, I just felt like he came in. He didn't do bad. He came in really aggressive. I liked his footwork in the beginning, but he slowed down. And you see Tank loosen him up real quick. That's all you have to do. Sometimes you got Sometimes you just gotta loosen it up real quick before you. You feel me? But that knockout was fucking phenomenal, dog. And that's my new word. But motherfucking. I, that the rings weren't if the ropes weren't there, he would have fell into the first row, homie. Like that shit was bad, kid. And like he walked into the punch. You can say bad fundamentals. I'm not a boxer, so I can't tell you what he did and didn't do. But I can tell you what Tank did. He grabbed this fist, and then he had this one over here too. Like he hit him with a combination. He had dynamite in this one, and boom, lights out, kid. And like he tweeted it best. But what's it called? The ref saved his life by ending the fight because like. That was a bad one. Referee saved his life. Referee saved my bank account because I definitely had a bet. Uh, Tank knocked him out within the first six rounds, and there was only like 20 seconds left on that clock when he dropped his ass. He would have got it. He would have got it. If he would have let the, if the ref would have let him go, Tank would have got it in those 20 seconds. You think so? I, I yeah. It, yes. Okay. No, I, the way his legs was looking, I was like, me personally, ref. just in that moment, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you have a team that you know is going to win, but then, like, you took a certain spread. Like, I needed to win by seven. But then, like, the final minute, it's a six-point game. You're sitting there like, oh, fuck, bro. What's, what's going like, that, That's how I was feeling. I was like, damn, bro. Like, if he gets up right now, my bet's dead. Like, you stayed down. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched the fight at a bar, at anywhere outside of the crib or someone else's crib since the Mayweather-McGregor fight. And I can say here on out, bro, I might make this a weekly thing just because the 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 atmosphere, the like Marcus, you're gonna have to be here for the Haney Cambosa's fight. I have to go somewhere just because the atmosphere is so different, bro. Like at one point, I was rooting for Tank. I was a little drunk, had some drinks under my belt, and I was just like, fuck it. Everyone here is rooting for Tank. I'm gonna start cheering for Rolly. And I was <laughs> and like <laughs> yeah, that's a, sometimes it'd be fun to do that. <laughs> yeah, and like it's, you know, it made it a lot more entertaining, but man, when he dropped him, you would have thought people graduated the way people were throwing things up, bro. Just the, <laughs> you know, it was electric. And um, all respect to Rolly for what he did. He did, he says he exposed Tank, all that. I, I don't respect all that afterwards. You got knocked out, you got knocked out, homie. But uh, he did look good. He did win some rounds. Uh, he definitely was an aggressor. I feel like something that Tank isn't completely comfortable with, but then by come the third round, I feel like Tank already broke down his opponent, and then all he had to do was just put some nails in the coffin. And how do y'all feel about him leaving the ring, though? I, I personally, I don't watch a lot of boxing. I've never seen someone not stay for the decision. I've never seen someone that's up and just walk out the ring and just, just leave, especially after all the stuff he talked, like, 
How's that? Nah, what did y'all think? Shit. Nah, he, he, even if you got a smoke with Tank, like, at least being staying in the ring, you know, take your L, take it on the chin, like, you got knocked out, boy, like, chill out. <laughs> but, I mean, I feel like he went a little too fast. Like, I feel like he could have – I mean, you don't got to shake the man's hand either, but at least, like, I don't know, though, because I'm not, I'm not in his shoes and I'm not in front of – thousands of fans either so i mean it's hard to speak from one in this seat but from watching it on tv it looked like some scary ass shit for real but i i just, just think me. if if you think you exposed them you should have said that shit in the ring afterwards not wait yeah till like all right like yeah that like if you would have not talked nothing afterwards you've been like shout out tank yeah we did what he did I'll be back i'll bounce back type shit but no he was talking about i exposed tank i won every round He's what? a bitch still. I want a rematch and all this. I'm like, he could have said that in the ring. Tank low-key wanted to say shit to him until his coach started to calm him down. He literally ran up on uh, Roley in the ring. Like, when Tank was on the rope still celebrating and Roley was still in the ring, he, like, ran up and was saying some shit. But his coach brought him over, and he was like, nah, chill that out. And he, and then Tank was actually matured about and, like, shouted him out on the mic and all, so – that Bro. just shows little signs about the same. But let me go back to the knockout real quick, man. Because this is the difference between the top-level fighters and these guys. Is that those little moments right there, Roley was doing a good – he was having a good little fight up into that sixth round. He was doing his thing. He did get a little gassed out, or maybe just Tank was figuring him out. But he started, like, that one sequence when he's coming in like that, he squares up. His hand, like, the way he was just throwing his punch, I can't remember the exact sequence. I think he's throwing, like, a right hand. I don't know. It just, like, he was just leaving himself open. He squared himself up. And Tank is a natural counter buck. Like, he's a counter puncher. So, all he did, we took two steps back. Boom. We had one punch and just threw that straight left hand, bro. And it just was – it just timed it perfectly. And you can't make those mistakes when you're fighting on that world championship level with these top-level fighters. And it only takes a little second like that. It might have not even been a hard punch. Well, I mean, clearly it was a hard punch. But, like, you know what I'm saying? It just happened so quickly. And, like, he ran into that punch. It wasn't like Tank landed. Like, he didn't go out and, you know, Roley walked into that punch, and it just was there. He got shot him on his ass, and he had no legs yeah. after that. Yeah, so like that, you can't make little mistakes like that when you fight in those top tier boxers, and you won't see other top tier boxers make mistakes like that. You won't see a Shakur leading like that. You won't see a, even a Devin Haney leading like that. Lomachenko, and those are the little differences people don't realize. You can also answer what you think about him leaving the ring afterwards too. Yeah, I kind of went all over the place. Hey, I appreciated Marco for his thing. Marcus for his um for his um piece. You feel me? We needed that. I had to. I, I only got one for one word for it. That was a punk dog, like straight up. Like, <laughs> that was some punk ass shit, dog. You looking like, come on, kid. You not I bust your ass. Just sit down, let me let's sit down and take it. No, you gonna dip? All right, cool. I'm done. I ain't tripping. I'm I ain't tripping. Let me go. Let me go chill and laugh, talk shit in the interview. You feel me? I'm I'm vibing. <laughs> but it's the fact that the nigga doubled back because you seen nobody gonna talk about Leonard Ellen, but he gave bro nothing but praise because 
the cool thing about this is I understood you were selling the fight the entire time. You really wanted to sell the fight. This is your first showtime. This is, this is how you knew to sell it. And that that by doing that, it kind of like helped you like bump you up a little bit, your confidence level, thinking like, I'm not backing down from him. Fuck him. I'm bigger than him. You in the headlines. Which is cool. You're doing your thing. You make it, you making, you're going viral. You getting pushed going all I seen you on five different pages. You made your mark, brother. And the thing was, the coolest thing about it, you made them hate you. So because you made them hate you, it sounded so good that Tank was gonna bust your ass. That niggas didn't think you had a chance. Niggas like niggas is looking like Tank didn't take him out in the third, second round. What the fuck? Tank actually lost the second round, kid. Like he was really mm-hmm. good with it. So the fact that homie did all that afterwards and couldn't even just sit down and take the L, we not tripping. Walk. The Pistons walked on the Bulls. And like, I'm not saying that anywhere close, but I'm just like, <laughs> motherfucking like, niggas, when niggas be dipping when they ain't trying to, when niggas can dip when they feel like dipping. I'm not, nobody's, nobody told you you had to do what you had to do. There's a rule that you had to stay. Probably is in your contract. But like, motherfucking, you could dip if you want to dip. Niggas ain't tripping. They got the dub. But the fact that niggas went to the stage and kept barking, oh, <laughs> you not know, you not know, junkyard dog. He's an alley cat, kids. You got to tell them what their trainer ain't telling them. And bullets, we've been doing that skills, but we ain't know none of your fighters have class either. God damn! <laughs> Come on, bullets. What are you God doing? Damn, bullets. You think a nigga named Bullets, you would respect him. Like, whatever Bullets say is law. But my thing is, I feel like he, as much as he practices shit talking, as much as he practiced going up there, I feel like he also practiced that. Like, he knew that no matter what they say, I was going to, no matter what happened, he's Adrian Broder that shit. No matter what happens, I'm going to motherfucking say that I won that shit. Yeah, fuck him. I won. Fuck him, yeah. <laughs> Classic. That's some punk shit, kid. And like Elite Bronis said that shit while Manny Pacquiao was eight feet away from him. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's, that's the one point I made. I was like, if you were gonna say that, bro, at least have the balls or whatever you want to call it to stand that's in the ring point. and say it. Yeah, stand in the uh, ring with Tank five feet away like, from you and was, say that shit. See, that was I think that's probably what it was. I feel like he didn't want to speak in front of Tank. And hey, Tank, that probably would have turned Tank up for real. Like he probably would have went crazy on the mic if he heard some stupid shit like that. You hear it all the time in fights, uh, like a split decision win or something like that, or does someone gets caught? They could, like he could have sat there in the ring and argued, "I won uh, the more rounds. I just got caught with a bad uh, hit." I, like that. But then the way that the double back technique, it was the biggest. Even when Teofimo lost his belts. When Teofimo lost his bus, he sat in the ring and started talking shit and saying he won still. So yeah, like Fixed at least he started. Yeah, at least he got on the mic. <laughs> well, hey, before, yeah, but before we go, I'm still on that. I'm not gonna lie to you, kid. Yeah, I was say before we had that, Kev. I respect. I respect his daddy though, because his daddy, because his dad was very like, and now he talks all this shit. I don't know where he got this from, but that's what he does. Not too much talking, more fighting. So his dad, they said his dad went to the locker room, probably just gave some words of respect, kept him moving, you feel so me? Not so hopefully, because Bruce still young. That's his first L and it's to a top top class fighter. He can bounce back and figure that shit out. But like 
you're looking like a punk right now, kid. And like, I'm gonna call a punk a punk when I see a punk, you feel me? I got a couple big things at the house that are that are protecting you if you feel otherwise. What what's next for Tank, man? He gotta what's go for, for the big dog. He, he and what's to- next for Tank is figuring out who's who's his promoting team. That's what's next yeah. for Tank from here. And then but from there, if he's not fighting someone with in my opinion, if he's not fighting like literally the Ryan Garcia, the um gotta be let it well, my- say Ryan don't want it. He said that they tried to set up the fight. <laughs> and when the when the businessman is saying Ryan Garcia don't want to fight Tank, right? When he says that, that's how you know. Oh yeah, Ryan Ryan go Ryan regardless. I but my thing is even if no one wants to take, there's somebody out there that I think one of the top guys will take that Tank fight. It would like. Lomachenko comes back. He's still dealing with that war shit. Fucking. And after the Devin Haney can boast this fight, maybe he can fight one of them. Um, it just sucks, but I feel like that should be also Tank's spot where Devin Haney's at right now. Kind of should be Tank should be fighting Kim Bosa. Should open his emails. Yeah, should open his emails. <laughs> should open them emails, Tank. But look, Devin Haney is a dog, and he's gonna go out there and get that done. But I mean, I would. I think the best fight though. Would be Tank versus Lomachenko, but at the same time, Lomachenko is going to be coming off a layoff with all this war stuff. Who knows how long it's going to be? So, I mean, I don't yeah. know, but people need to slow down on that top five pound for pound. That is not, I, I definitely not that. top five. Stephen A was wild. And this is not Steve. Stephen A's ultimately banned from UFC. He's not I, banned from UFC, but no UFC person fucks with you. Stephen A. I, I ain't seen it. What he said, I ain't seen it. I ain't seen it. He was going in, which I do agree, and with something he was saying that Tank is probably the biggest American boxer right now. He sells out the arenas. He gets the pay per view buys. He's saying he's the biggest blockbuster superstar, at least American wise. He is all that, but he's just not top five pound for pound right now. Like, and you're saying like you got to put him on your top five pound for pound. Maybe if you want to go off like an eye test and go off like based on skills alone, then yeah, tanks up there and top five skill sets in the game. But when you really talking pound for pound, there's a bunch of other shit that goes into it. And I feel like you you could you could argue maybe lower a ten, like lower half, but like I feel like he still needs to do just like have that one big fight to crack that top ten. I respect it because I look at this fight like if you can take time to talk to your mom in the corner, <laughs> maybe maybe Brian the Ring shouldn't be in the ring with you, man. Like, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> and Tank's a firm believer, and if you're not supposed to be in the ring with me, I'm gonna show everybody you're not supposed to be in the ring with me. And he's been doing that a lot. I just I mean, if you don't have a real belt in your division, I can't even put you on my top ten list. You know, I go come in my nigga belt and strap to you. Yeah, because he's <laughs> literally holding Cambosis's belt. Like, or not holding it, but he got the, I think it's like the WBA regular or regular. That's literally the belt that Devin Haney is going to Australia to fight for. So it's like, that's not really the real belt because they're still going to call Devin Haney undisputed for all four belts. 
So what the fuck does this guy you're kinda, got? You're kind of just flowing around with this intern belt and you're fighting other people for like, You just keep, you're defending the intern belt. That's how I view it almost. That's why That's I, think he's like a, I think he's like a three, three division, two time champion. I don't know. He got, he got some shit like that, but. That's because he be going all after all these like regulars and super belts, and that's because he likes to stay on his side. But that's mainly because of Mayweather. I don't think it's him personally, obviously, but I just want to see him in these big fights, man. Obviously, he has the talent and he has the the ability to be top ten, top five, pound for pound, and he got all of that. But he just need to make these big fights happen. Man. Just add one big name to that resume, and I'll put you on the top. Because who knows? Right what if what if he gets in a ring where one of these top level guys like a Teofimo, Devin Haney, Lomachenko, even a Shakur Stevenson, Shakur comes up. Like, what if he gets in the ring and it doesn't look like what everyone's used to? Everyone's going off all these crazy knockouts. I'm like, but look. It, it, it's like the Jake Paul, like, I mean, what the fuck? Jake Paul not fighting no one. I mean, obviously different way, different levels, but Jake Paul is knocking out dudes like it's nothing, but he's not Roman fighting world no champs. one. It's always how you frame things. Like, he's exactly, a world it's how you champ. frame it. And that's the way that these, like, Pitbull Cruz, I'm not going to say he's a, a pushover, but, like, Pitbull Cruz isn't going to win a belt, any real belt. He's just a knockout artist, in my opinion. But that's his biggest competition and as a split decision win and and like even but like he has like i i'm just co-signing with marcus basically like until he fights this top five guys i can't literally say like he's definitely top five or how how's he even looking against a top five guy a top 10 guy who knows yeah that's just that's really the biggest obviously he does what he does in the ring and he gets the Damn, what's that one guy's name? He fought one good fighter, though. I'll give it to him. I don't know why it slipped. It was on Halloween, and it was that one nasty uppercut. Hey, I know y'all. talking about Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz, yeah. He was, he was a good fighter. I'll, I'll give him that. He, he, he was a champion. Yeah, and that was a brutal knock. That was knockout of the year, so I was I'm, off that hand dog on I'm, that one. I'm sick as fuck, though. Y'all just, like, shattered so much glass. That you, who's cleaning up all this glass in my head right now, like? My dog, I was like, wait a minute. Devin Haney is fighting for the Undisputed. These niggas is the same. Wait a minute. Yeah, oh, that's what people are not realizing. Yeah, he's like, Tank's a champion, but that, that's why I say a real championship. Like, you're a regular champ. You you have a belt, but it's someone else has the, the real belt. That's the same. You got the ESPN app. Go to the section that has boxing. <laughs> And there's going to be a section with news and champions. Go to the champions. Go to 135. It's going to say Cambosis, 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 Devin Haney. And then it's going to have a little star. And it's going to say, I think, WBA super or regular, whatever it was. If there's Javante an actress Davis. next to your name in any record or any book like that, it's never a good thing. But when you look, Cambosis has the real WBA belt. So it's like... That's when boxing gets annoying, and that's when it gets all ugly. And, like, you got Ke- Kevin Durant, LeBron James. Everyone's tweeting about Javante Davis. Like, he got the superstar, but I feel like his hype is up here, and, like, his uh, accomplishments and, like, his legacy is still got to catch up. Yeah. I would say the outside world looks at him as if he is the champion, but like, the boxing world looks at him as, like, hey. You outside world looks now. at him like if he's the number one boxer in the world right now. Because, like, just the, That's the star effect. <clears throat> yeah, man, that shit crazy. And especially when you're getting these big knockouts, it's hard not to say you're but, like that, but. 
to to stress the fact that Marcus said a few times already, we view his skill set as top 10. It's not that he's a bad fighter. He just hasn't taken on a fighter that's proven enough to put you into the top 10. That's how I judge it, at least, because obviously everyone's going to look at it different on their own pound for pound list. That's really what it is, an opinion-based thing anyways. But I just view, like, you got to look at resume and you got to look at accomplishments. Resume is a big thing because you if you got a padded fucking – look at Berlanga and shit, like, but like, you know, just if you got a – whatever. If you just got a padded record, like, I feel like – and then he's been pro since 2013. People still like to view him as he's a young – like, he's still technically young. 27 is not old, but, like, people like to view him as a young prospect, still, like, you know – not up and coming, but like, like if there's still more to go, I feel like right now he's in his prime. He should be having these big fights. He has other fighters in his division in their prime. It's just perfect timing, man. And I, who knows, maybe a big fight is going to happen in a few years with Shakur and him. That'll be interesting. That's crazy. I got literally smoke coming out my ears right now. <laughs> Shit is crazy. We're going to have to reboot Kev, everybody. Ah, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, we did our pound for pound talk. We talked to Tank and Rolly. We broke Kevin's brain, and Tank broke Rolly's jaw. If if you missed, and his spirit, <laughs> yeah, and his spirit. <laughs> but please stay tuned because we still have more fights coming up in these next few episodes. We got Cambosas and Hayes Fulton uh, versus uh, Roman. And then UFC is kicking off Drago versus Volkov. So don't go anywhere, everybody. We'll be back with a few more episodes this week. It's been totally blitzed. Fight Cub and Kev, let them know. And fuck your spirit.